0: According, <laughs> according, <laughs> I said at that time. Hi, hi.
1: This is Melissa, and this is Cat. Welcome. Hello. We're here. Here we is. <laughs> um, I would just like to say that on the four corners, <laughs> I knew you were going to go and do it <laughs> quiz that we put ourselves in. We got a seventy-five percent. So C's get degrees. The only one that I said was wrong. <laughs> um wyoming is not a four corner it is square however it was part of the topic of conversation of square states right however not in the four corners it is colorado utah which we've both been to by the way so we have no excuses really no new mexico and arizona and i knew that but when you said wyoming i was just like
0: yeah Yeah. wyoming
1: (laughs) of course so we would like to consider wyoming the fifth corner yeah um you're welcome, Wyoming. Welcome to the club. Kat, however, did create what I think is probably the only funny to us, but the funniest office meme of all time <laughs> about Ron, Ron, <laughs> Ram from Tron. <laughs> Ron, if you shorten Ram from Tron, it's Ron. <laughs> I just get tongue-tied. Oh, no. I am having wine today, though. So it's not... It could be the wine. But also, I just get tongue-tied anyway. So Ram from Tron looks like BJ Novak. So Kat was like, what if we use the meme from The Office? Office, (laughs) Which BJ Novak is in. Sorry if you don't know that. Um, Watch The Office, you illiterate crittin. No, I'm kidding.
0: (laughs) And... It's the one where it's like corporate wants you to tell the difference between these two pictures, and she's like, "Pam is like, it's the same picture. <laughs> it's so good." Uh, anyway, I, we think we're funny. Yeah, we we think we're funny. It's, that's all that matters. Some of you guys do too, I guess.
1: Yeah, some some people had a chuckle at it. <laughs> Uh, So this week We're here to tell you why Mary Poppins Is tragical This was Eddie's pick Our patron Eddie. Eddie Eddie Where Eddie stands We both looked up fun
0: facts so I'm going to go ahead and start. So when the founder and now former chief archivist, uh, is that how you would say it? Archivist? 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 The Walt Disney Archives' Dave Smith went on a search for the snow globe from this movie, which I was definitely looking at and thinking, how did they get one that's so perfect, uh, which featured birds flying around St. Paul's Cathedral. He finally found it on a shelf in a janitor's office. The janitor explained that he saw the snow globe sitting in a trash can, but found it too pretty to throw away and kept it. do you love how, like, stuff like that just happened it's like kismet like it's like meant to happen
1: i've got six words for you what is that
0: feed no. the birds
1: never the birds bad. let the birds starve <laughs> that's really cool man mm-hmm. i hope he paid that janitor well probably not he said i'll give you five buckaroonies for that snow globe over there sir right I oh guess this was in london so that wouldn't be how he sounded like at all i have a quick fun fact for you i'm ready mary poppins takes place In April of 1910.
0: I love that. And it's April. It is April. What a good time. That was my fun fact. (laughs) No, I love that. I think this might be my favorite fun fact that has ever been read on this podcast. Many of the nannies in the large queue of applicants for the job at the start of this movie were men in drag.
1: Yes, drag queens. All I
0: care about is drag queens. It's amazing. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Are any of you on RuPaul?
1: <laughs> I love that. At least once an episode, you say, this is my favorite fun fact I think I've ever read. No, but this is so <laughs> funny. I love this. Let me see. I'm going to do this one. Although Dame Julie Andrews. Oh my God, I was so scared. I was going to mess that up. I was going to get a tongue tied. <laughs> Lost the part in My Fair Lady to Audrey Hepburn. She would later marry Blake Edwards, who had directed Hepburn in Breakfast at Tiffany's. Nice. That's just a little bit of Hollywood Hollywood magic. Yeah, I
0: love that kind of fun facts. My next one. The author of Mary Poppins books, P.L. Travers, approved heartily of casting of Dame Julie Andrews after hearing her only on the telephone. Andrews granted the interview from her bed after the
1: delivery of her daughter. A fucking feminist Icon. What a legend. She said, Push, push. I've got a meeting at four. <laughs> <laughs> she was not
0: playing. And then literally sang on the phone and got the part. She was like,
1: Feed the birds <laughs> top it, it's a bag. I'm dead. I doubt that's the song she sang. It's I probably it, Super Califragilist, like XBL. I hope it was. Okay. My last funny fact is that this film has a 100% rating based on 51 critic reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. Of course, I had to fact check it because I am who I am. There is now 52 reviews, Mm -hmm. critic reviews on Rotten Tomatoes, and it still has a 98%. So whoever that 52nd person was can go to hell for ruining Mary Poppins' perfect score. Yeah, what the heck? That's, I've never seen that. That's disrespectful. There's some, like, legit legendary movies that are, like, 73% on Rotten Tomatoes. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, dang. 98% based on 52 reviews. That's kind of amazing. That's amazing.
0: And it was 100% at 51? At
1: 51, it was 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Fuck that person. I know who ruined Mary. This movie is two hours and twenty-two minutes long. Yeah, we. It was long. A nice not even number two, two, two. Ready to dive in? Let's feed these birds. Um, guys, I'm so sorry. I'm obsessed with that song. I hate like, it. <laughs> they could have done without it. And I would have been content. No
0: i understand the i understand the the message it holds what for was the, the movie song i
1: said no they should take this song out oh the was it the bank, the bank song one. the whole bank song take that one out yeah and then put feed the birds in one more time Yeah, no, <laughs> no make it shorter <laughs>
0: just take out the bank song and the
1: feed the birds song our first view well it starts with forced credits it does start with forced credits As all good movies do. It's like London looking smoggy as hell. It's
0: like a painting. It's like a watercolor painting.
1: Was it? Yeah. I guess they they didn't have drones or anything. Could have been helicopter footage. (laughs) It was
0: definitely like a watercolor painting. You think London is... Is it just
1: wet there is it humid we have to go to london i've never been so i wouldn't know we've never been overseas because we just never have there's so many places in like america i want to visit it's way cheaper and then when i think of going overseas i do a little bit of research and then i say i can't afford that it's too much (laughs) i don't have any money for that just like a plane to get over is like eight hundred dollars and i'm like oh i can't afford that yeah it's a lot (laughs) why aren't my mommy and daddy rich that's the only question i have today mom and dad what the hell mommy and daddy why are you rich bright ass yellow letters over a foggy london beautiful forced credits maybe the rotten tomatoes review was solely on the bright yellow letters over (laughs) the smoggy london because that's the only bad part of this movie no i love but it's kind of like an instrumental version of all the songs in the movie like strung together so i guess i do love that because it's kind of like a remix at the beginning it's called a medley little miss music over here i don't i bitch i have just started piano six months ago you know what a medley is i do i know what a medley is
0: but <laughs> you said it was a remix of all the i songs. actually
1: have compilation in my notes so i was just <laughs> trying to be authentic and not use big words no, use big words. I was trying to be a person of the people.
0: People know what a medley and a compilation is. I was trying to use layman's
1: terms for the fucking moron. Remix Urca
0: erka, erka feed the Urca Urca birds. Please don't ever remix anything.
1: You're not gonna make it in this
0: business. It wasn't really trying to. That was so bad. It was really good, actually.
1: The time you don't bring your tissues. This is just a. We're Fun already sack. veering off into, into nothing land. Kat will always bring tissues in here. And then when she brings them in here, we don't need them. And then when she doesn't bring them in here like she didn't today, we need them. <laughs> my nose is <laughs> rotting. The struggle is so... Have your own tissues. Why don't you have tissues in your room, you weirdo? I don't use tissues. Babe, I have the opposite problem of you. Everything contained in my sinus bubble, it does not come out. I am constantly so congested. Nothing is coming out. I'm i have con- the opposite Opposite constantly, problem. Constantly blowing my nose. I could not blow my nose if I tried. I wish. I think my brain would explode from the tension alone.
0: Wow. I Welcome to allergies.
1: <laughs> Mine does. I have allergies too. This is my allergy story. <laughs> okay, London's a smoggy mess. <laughs> we have forced credits. Then we come upon Miss Mary Poppins, not Mac, sitting on a not cloud. Mac. <laughs> with her perfect hat how do i get that fucking hat how do i wear a hat like that but not copy mary poppins
0: no i feel like you would have to copy her
1: is it kind of you can't wear a hat like that because mary already did it i mean that was like the
0: style of the time so i mean a bunch of english ladies did it
1: that'd be like if i straightened my jet black hair and put white contacts in like you can't do that anymore like marilyn manson called (laughs) oh yikes Let's well, not. I was trying to think of somebody who had an iconic look for some
0: reason. Why did your brain go straight to Marilyn Manson? I was thinking of icons and I thought
1: of that trash bag for some reason. Ugh. Yeah, it's rough. Ugh. That would be like if you, that would be like if you wore star glasses and a jumpsuit. Yeah. You were not Elton, Elton John. John. See, I immediately <laughs> got where you were going with that. You could have gone there
0: from the beginning. Now I hate that I've used Marilyn Man- I hate that you used Marilyn Manson. And Elton, Elton John, John in as this icons. Only one of them is a real icon, though. Let's be real. I'm cutting all of this
1: out. <laughs> no, you have to leave it. It's so good. Mary Poppins powdering her nose on a cloud. And I got We cut scene over to Burt played by the dick van dyke the one and only
0: also an icon
1: america's father he's playing a musical contraption he's got a drum and a cymbal and
0: harmonica harmonica
1: horn that he slaps his chin into which i love there's
0: a lot going on there
1: i'm sure there's other instruments that we don't know that he has probably Uh, because we don't know any instruments you guys have made us Very aware. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much. And he's singing a song to all the people in the park. He talks about Miss Lark, who walks her dog every day. Mm -hmm. I would just like to say, Miss Lark, I don't care what century this is or what the inflation rate is she does not walk her own dog no there's no way there's no way that lady she's too bougie to be walking her own dog through the park i would agree with that i think so yeah she rich and then there is miss Corey, <laughs> and miss Corey has two full-grown kids i guess whatever yeah, two daughters, and her yeah. deal is that they're like way taller than her but miss Corey is a child
0: it's literally a child dressed as an old woman it's interesting
1: and then he feels mary coming change in the wind feels a change in the wind and he knows that. Something's a brewing. Something that has happened before. Yeah, I guess this Mary comes and straightens these little brats up all the time, or it's something. It's not just the children. It's the entire family that needs help. It's literally can and I'm gonna be that bitch right now. It's just it's just the man that needs fixing in this family. It's yeah. literally the man. Nope, nope
0: mom's never home either though
1: it's the fact that
0: the parents she are neither doing
1: bigger things excuse me
0: i mean i don't disagree but it is the fact that the parents are i don't want to say negligent because they're
1: not negligent don't bring winnie into this it's <laughs> <laughs> this not about winnie, I'm a winnie this is star. about mr Banks. <laughs> And how he is a bad father. She's not the best mom. She is trying to raise an entire city of women. She doesn't have time for her own kids. She's trying to change the world. What's Mr. Banks trying to do? Bank?
0: Make money for his family?
1: No. Incorrect. All right. (laughs) If you you say so. Mary comes to fix everybody in the family. Little kids are brats. You know, all of it. So after Bert feels the change in the wind, and then nobody tips him, so a couple of people tip him. The rich lady with her doggy tipped him. What was her name? Mrs. Lark. Mrs. Lark. He just put on this lovely performance. Also, the fact that he knows all of them,
0: like you know what I mean? Like he does this often enough that he knows all of these like people's names and like what they do, and like he made it personable, and they can't even give him a tuppence. So this is when Mr. Burt decides to break the fourth wall which i guess i kind of forgot he did it's been a hot minute since i've watched this movie all the way through he literally looks directly at the camera and is like explaining things and then he's like oh you want to go to 17 cherry tree lane it's over this way let's go and I was like, oh my, we're, we're going on a little jaunt with Bert. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> and as he's walking, he still has his little <laughs> instrument thing on. So every time he moves his legs, it hits the cymbal yes. or the drum. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, but so on the way to 17, Cherry Tree Lane. Wait, I have a
1: question. What? Is he taking like us, the viewer?
0: Yeah. Okay, I think got so. It. I got it. I got yeah, because he breaks the fourth wall and he's like, oh, like you're here to see what happens with the story. Uh, okay. I was like, who are
1: we taking? Who's us. going? We are. Oh, my God, Wait, That's so beautiful. So he knows the whole movie that you are along for the ride. Isn't that wild? And then I was going to talk about this later, but Bert is the only connection between the real world and then the magic world with Mary. And then also. Now, us. The viewers. Yeah, So
0: he's our connection also to reality and to the magic. Because this whole movie is magic. You know what I mean? So. It's real. <laughs> Maybe not. So they're walking to, he's walking us over to 17 Cherry Tree Lane. And we come upon a house where Admiral Boom lives. And he, this man is an old man. I'm assuming used to be in like the Navy or the Army. And he has a probably cannon. The Navy, because that's yeah. the
1: boat ones. So. Yeah,
0: that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know things about... I guess so, yeah, because I guess his whole roof is like boat stuff. So Admiral Boom has a giant cannon on the top of his roof that he sets off at the exact same time twice a day. I think it was 6 6 p.m. PM and 8 a.m. AM. And it's like a running joke within, I guess, London that Big Ben is off because Admiral Boom is exactly on time every day
1: and he goes before Big Ben. This is... (laughs) illegal
0: yeah and i don't mean
1: in the funny way i normally say this is illegal i mean (laughs) this is a criminal offense yeah what does he shoot out of he has to be shooting blanks right ma'am even the fact i don't care if he's blowing off legitimate cannons it is a disturbance to his community is a sound it is a noise disturbance oh for sure sometimes people aren't up at 8 a.m sir maybe you get up at 8 a.m every day but i mean not everybody does i slept it until noon today And I know that this is just a movie and none of this is real, but I would, I would have the po-po over at his house as soon as he started building a ship on top of his home. (laughs) Also, what is this? Where's the steering wheel? What's that called? The ship steering wheel. There's a real name for it. I know it and I can't think of it. Where are you going? You're in your home. He's going. He hit his head really hard (laughs) at some point in his life. And then
0: he has his like little, what's his little friend's name?
1: It was Binnacle or something like yeah that. it sounded like barnacle but it wasn't quite barnacle it was like yeah. sergeant binnacle or something that i didn't guy. write it down because he's so fucking irrelevant
0: why is he enabling
1: this did he also hit his head is he a paid nurse and the family <laughs> is just like he's like granny <laughs> nannies you know what i mean and the family was like listen 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 he has to do this twice a day it's the only thing that he cares about just he, let him do it he thinks he's on a boat Loves to yell down to his neighbors. Just make sure you change his diaper and feed him (laughs) three times a day. That's all we ask. Make sure you give him a Spongebob twice a day. We will give you a premium because we understand that this is a bit extra And you. Oh, by the way, you have to dress like you're in the Navy. Thank you so much. (laughs) Enjoy. How fun would that be? to be like a granny nanny and then you're no. just you're expecting to just take care of like an elderly person and it's kind of really sad and you know depressing and then they're like uh grandpa thinks he's in the navy and then Still, you're like this is what's up
0: <laughs> he has a giant ship that's built on the top of his you house become a, like a sergeant
1: <laughs> and you get to like cosplay every day at work Cosplay, <laughs> yes admiral <laughs> come now it's nap time <laughs> It's my dream job now.
0: Bert uh, says hello to Admiral Boom and Admiral Boom says, hey, what's up? And then he says that there is verbatim. Heavy. That's exactly what he says. And then Admiral Boom says that there's heavy weather brewing at number 17. Everyone knows. (laughs) Drama. (laughs) Drama. Talk about the nosy neighbors, damn. Right? Uh, So Bert walks up to the house, and then it kind of pans inside for us
1: viewers to see what's going on. So the housekeeper and the cook are trying to keep Katie Nana. Katie Nana. I said Katie Nana for four hours after we watched this movie. Is Katie Nana her name? No. Is Nana a yeah. term? Because she's a Katie Nana. Why isn't Mary Poppins Mary Nana? Because she just goes by her full name. I don't know. Call me Katie Nana. I'm changing my name legally. I hate you. So they're trying to get Katie Nana, who is Jane and Michael's current nanny. Mm-hmm. To stay mm-hmm. because they have fired like four hundred nannies at this point, or not fired, but probably some of them quit and some of them got fired because the kids are horrible and apparently just run away, which is my favorite thing ever. Because in twenty twenty one, there would be helicopters looking yeah. for you, like if Riots. you went missing. Yeah, wild. So the kids just like said "lol" bye in the park and left. And Katie Nana was like, "You know what? It's the fourth time this week. I'm not doing this again." She went home, packed her bags, and as the cook. And the housekeeper are trying to keep Katie Nana from leaving. Mrs. Banks comes home. What an icon. Winnie Banks. Miss Winifred Banks. A feminist icon. She's honestly too hot to be alive. Genuinely. If I had a genie right now and it asked me who I wanted to look like, I might say this lady right here. She's <laughs> so pretty. She's the most beautiful woman I've ever seen in my life. I have such a crush on her and I don't know why. I love her voice too. I think it's the whole package. Yeah. I think it's like she's not, she's not like super skinny. She's a little thick. She got the blonde hair. She has the cute little mole. She's you got know? Like, like freckles. <laughs> (laughs) she has the most adorable freckles you've ever seen in your entire life and we know they're not fake because this is 1960 (laughs) something (laughs) her little voice is so beautiful
0: it's like eyes are so beautiful her voice is like high-pitched but it's also raspy which is like such a weird combination but it's so cute i would like to
1: propose marriage
0: she also to Winifred Banks. she is a suffragette she's a suffragette yeah. so she was wearing like a sash that said votes for women hi just came
1: back from the rally at one point in the movie she said she's going to like read books to like women in prison or something yeah. like that i'm just like what an angel somebody
0: in her suffragette group chained themselves to like a carriage that was going i don't even know like yes
1: we stand
0: just, we stand she's so great love her
1: That's what I'm saying. She's not a bad mom. She's like doing more important things than raising her children.
0: I mean, you still have to raise your children. She also has a daughter that she could be like showing these things to. I'm sure she sees
1: it. No, because mom's never home. She came home just in time to see Katie Nana was quitting. Well, she sings her little song. This is a musical, by the way. If you didn't know,
0: <laughs> I just love when Mrs. Banks shows her ankles and was, Katie Nana screams just about.
1: To <laughs> what? While she's singing her little song, she lifts up her her dress just a smidge and yeah. shows off her ankle, and she makes Katie Nana want to quit even more.
0: <laughs> she's like, "I just saw the Mrs. Ankles. I got. I gotta go. I I can't even see
1: my own ankles, let alone another woman's ankles." All right. Song ends, and Katie Nana is like, "Great song." don't get me wrong. Love what you're doing here. Still gotta go. I still quit. And fucking leaves and informs Mrs. Banks that the children are lost in the park. Oh, yeah. Have a great time. By the way, your kids
0: are missing for the fourth time this week. Um, goodbye.
1: Anyway, have a great life. It's been really nice working here. I expect my last paycheck in the mail. Thanks. So it's about to be Mm 6pm. So everybody has to man their stations.
0: Yeah, because Admiral Boom is about to set off his cannon, and everything in the house shakes and falls over or goes flying. I love
1: it. It's, it's so kind of funny because funny it's so not like this. Obviously, first of all, this is what I'm saying. Like, if you were this person's neighbor, you would have them arrested <laughs> like immediately. But they all go to their corners of the house and grab onto the fine china. Also, I know super glue was a thing at this time. Do not play games with me. Yeah, I would have super you, glued everything down. That's fair. Or Velcro. They least. also have kids. Their kids are like pretty young too. Like I would not have any of that in my house if I had children. But I guess I'm not rich. So. Yeah. They go to their stations. I mean there's like mirrors spinning. There's picture frames flying off the wall. Grand piano goes flying. Grand piano slides across the room. Amazing. They're grabbing fine china that's falling from shelves. Vases and And they do and this vases. twice a day by yeah, the way. Yeah. What the heck? Does it get exhausting? Do you think? I'm sure. You think they think it's like quirky.
0: Like oh the neighbor's shooting canon again they just continue their conversation while it happens which is what i find funny that's (laughs) true they all just like continue about their day while they're holding like all these different pieces of glass yeah from flying
1: yeah 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 um i would actually set his house on fire i would commit arson yeah i'm i'm good insurance fraud we've all been there so now it's six o'clock and Mr. Banks is coming on home. He's a financier.
0: He's a financier. A title I thought
1: I made up, which is real. <laughs> it's
0: a real thing. I was proud of myself. <laughs> you, Mr. I know
1: what I'm talking about. Mr. Banks
0: works at a bank. Yeah. Good naming there. Mm-hmm. They named him well. It's a musical. I know. There's not all a lot of deep thought here.
1: <laughs> Actually, this movie has a lot of deep thought. Actually, there's I a I take lot going on here. <laughs> and Mr. Banks is in his own world, but great mustache. So are we mad? Yes. Only a little bit. (laughs) But he has a great mustache. (laughs) And he has his sherry at 602 and his pipe at 603. And I was like, can I be Mr. Banks when I grow up? Can you imagine? His life. Just comes home from the bank, has some sherry, lights up a pipe. Packs a bowl. (laughs) Packs a bowl at 603. Moves on. Mrs. Banks is trying to explain that the children are missing and he's just like my my house is so great and i take care of my kids and i take care of my wife and i just have such a happy perfect home and winnie is like um but uh but honey um also the kids Mm. though and also Mm. katie nana Mm. and i mean and he's just not having it he's not even listening to what she's saying not at all so Mr. Banks
0: finally decides that it's time to call the police for his missing children. This is only the fourth time this week that they've decided to run away. So I don't know why fourth time's the charm. They decide this is the time we're going to call the,
1: the police only the fourth for
0: our missing children. So he's on the phone with the police station and there's a knock on the door and there is a constable, which is a police officer in British, <laughs> there. <laughs> and he's like, sir, I think I found some of your valuables. And they're like, valuables, what are you talking about? Um, It's just their children. So. So Mr. Banks is pretty upset and the constable is trying to convince Mr. Banks that it's not a big deal. What had happened was the kid's kite got a hole in it and tried to fly away. So they went to go chase after the kite. Don't know why Katie Nana wasn't paying attention to them to see that this is what happened, but I blame her. And so (laughs) not Katie Nana. (laughs) It's Katie Nana's fault. What was she doing to not be paying attention to the children just to see that their kite flew away and they were chasing
1: it? Being a stuck up.
0: Bitch. Right. Exactly. So the constable is trying to convince Mr. Banks that like it wasn't a big deal. They didn't like run away. They were literally trying to chase after their kite, and they were coming right back. And I just found them first and walked them home. And Mr. Banks is not having it. He is through with his children running away. Through with everything going wrong in his life, which he thought was so perfect. And he decides that he is going to put an ad out in. The, or I'm sorry. How did they say it? And Advertisement. Ad- Advertisement. Advertisement. Yeah, incorrect. I was like,
1: what did they just say? They say it
0: like four times, too. Advertisement. Um, So they're going to put an ad out in the Times for a new nanny. And he, like, tells Winnie to write this down. And he starts going before she can even sit down and get the pen and paper out. But she... Was on it. She, she was on it. She's the baddest bitch of She's our time. She's a good wife and he's a horrible husband. Then the kids decide that they are going to write their own ad for a nanny. And there's this kind of more fun than mr banks <laughs> yeah
1: mr banks was like somebody strict somebody that knows how to run a british home in the rules he sense of
0: things yeah he literally says essentially he wants them to be very like
1: militant and theirs was like we want somebody pretty and who plays games we want some treats please. we want some
0: <laughs> snacks some biscuits please
1: <laughs> also and I'm sorry and everybody can hate me but oh Michael is the not cutest child I've ever seen and he has a dirty little tooth and were there no other children auditioning for this role to be fair whose nephew is that <laughs>
0: oh no who in casting knew this child personally (laughs) i think he's cute to be fair his eye bags are pretty
1: severe he's the illest looking child on this planet and he's list. like oddly ginger, but also very tan.
0: <laughs> yeah. His hair and his skin irregular. color are the exact same it's shade. It's irregular. He is the same color from head to toe. <laughs> I'm like,
1: how are you a ginger, but also very tan?
0: <laughs> yeah. Coming from me, that's, yeah. He's an anomaly. <laughs> he's a weirdo. Anyway. I'm just kidding. He's not a weirdo.
1: <laughs> yeah. The kids are like. We're just We're just Roasting bully. like a 10 year old. bullying a child. Honestly if he was what like 10 and in 64 bro, right, he's like 70 yeah. now honestly come fight me if you want <laughs> let's go homie <laughs> um, so
0: Mr. Banks says that's bullshit and that's a quote and rips up <laughs> the kids ad and throws it into the freaking chimney which is not even lit like the fireplace isn't even lit why no. are you throwing it in there you're wasting do you not have a trash can it's tinder now <laughs> I guess
1: so not the app
0: the fact that <laughs> the <laughs> no. fire starter I like the fact that he just rips it up disrespectful so disrespectful but there's a strange wind that blows in and all the pieces go flying up into the chimney
1: weird interesting this strange wind out here i know so weird so the next day all the nannies queue up you know there's <laughs> doria nana and What oh, give me some more <laughs> emily nana <laughs> All of the nannies who are men up, in drag, who are men in drag, which I love, <laughs> queue up the next day in front of the Banks house. Also, dang, uh, nanny work in London apparently is. There was like forty of them.
0: Well, I'm sure that they're offering to pay quite a bit of money. It's also a live-in nanny position, which... I guess. Um, it wasn't this. I
1: didn't really... It wasn't... Um, <laughs> probably pays a good amount. It was not a real question. <laughs> so, Miss Mary comes down from the sky in her beautiful hat and uh, blows them all away. She literally blows all the nannies away! She's a witch. Also, Mary Poppins is a witch. I don't know if anybody needed to know that, but now you know. Yeah, she definitely is. Obviously a witch. She is like a magical creature of some sort. She's obviously a witch. Yeah. I mean, there's no if, ands, or but Goodbye. Do you think she attended Hogwarts?
0: What's her house?
1: This podcast is officially canceled, guys. It's been really, it's been really great. The I past think she's year. a Ravenclaw.
0: And she's definitely a Ravenclaw. I'm gonna get up and cut myself now. It's been
1: really nice. Bye.
0: <laughs> Tell me
1: she's not a Ravenclaw. I don't know. She's a little narcissistic. She's she might not, be a Slytherin. She's a little Slytherin to me. She is a little I Slytherin. Think Mary might be a Slytherin. Uh, Mary blows all the nannies away. <laughs>
0: After leaving
1: Hogwarts. (laughs) Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Mary blows all the nannies away. (laughs) Then Mary gracefully floats in with her umbrella. Mm -hmm. And then Ellen her name was ellen right the housekeeper yes ellen opens the door also love ellen
0: wait can we talk about the kids watch mary float in
1: yeah they they saw that witch action
0: they watch her blow away all the nannies and her float in and they're just like i think that's the one that we wrote about sure She looks like
1: she has treats
0: (laughs) she has rosy cheeks
1: and that bag looks pretty big it looks like there's some treats in there i think this is the one i hope she has treats i hope so uh, miss ellen opens the door and mary is the only one there and she's like cool i'll come in now and just comes in she walks into the i think it's a dining sitting
0: room sitting room he's sitting there drinking maybe it is i think it's like
1: the room. drawing room drawing did i just room. make that up what's no, that that's the library thing. the study i think it's a drawing <laughs> room. you guys pick i don't care <laughs> uh, mary goes into the insert room name here mm-hmm. and mr banks is sitting there and she commands the room. I mean, just Dame Julie. Can you even? I love her. Oh, first, Mr. Banks is like, do you have your, what are those called? References. Do you have your references? And Mary's like, I just don't believe in those. <laughs> Which is exactly what I say when employers are like, oh, are you on LinkedIn? Uh, no, because I think LinkedIn is fucking stupid. And that's probably why I've never gotten any job. Because <laughs> I'm too brutally honest and I'm not here to play games. Fair. So she's like, "Um, no, because references are dumb. She pulls out the list that Mr. Banks ripped up and threw in the fireplace from the children. And she's like, oh, I'm here to answer your advertisement. And I have rosy cheeks. I have snacks. I have games. I've got it all. But I'm very firm and I'm great at what I do. And Mr. Banks... Is just very confused. He's looking in the fireplace for the letter he ripped up. Yeah, he's like, how did you get this? And she is just continuing to talk over him. And she was like, are you feeling okay, sir? And he's like, I ripped up that and I threw it in the thing. And she's like, well, anyways, I'm going to go take care of the kids. I need every other Tuesday off. Have a great day, Mr. Banks. Thanks for hiring me. Thanks for hiring me, bye.
0: So she just goes
1: upstairs.
0: Wait, she doesn't just go upstairs. She sits on the banister. You're right. And just floats up. The freaking band, like what? What Stairs are too much, but they're
1: good for your booty. So that's what I tell myself when I do stairs. I know, I take them two at a time. Yeah, I'm like, this is good for your butt. So Mary goes up the banister, goes upstairs, goes into the nursery, and Michael's mouth is hanging wide open, and she's like, you, you with the face, close your mouth, let's get started. And
0: then she puts her gorgeous, stunning carpet bag onto the table, and she starts pulling stuff out of it, because she's going to be living there now, so she has to settle in. She kind of roasts their house, too,
1: a little bit. Oh, yeah, she's
0: kind of like, (laughs) like, "Mm, this this is okay. Okay, it's not dusty, though, I suppose, so I guess I can live here. So the first thing she pulls out is a hat stand, and she she- gonna hang your hat she just pulls it out of this carpet bag sets it down puts her scarf and her hat on it then she proceeds to pull out a mirror a plant and a lamp a plant mom she is a plant mom mary poppins
1: is a plant mom but like also that lamp is gorgeous she also had a few mirrors. I'm just going to say. Yeah, she did. I'm not trying to say Mary Poppins is obsessed with herself. No, I'm she just definitely trying to is. say she has very good reason to be. So it's okay.
0: I'm cool with it. If I looked like Dame Julie Andrews, I mean. So then she tells the children that she has to measure them to see how they measure up she pulls out a tape measure, special tape measure, and she measures Michael and it says he's extremely stubborn and, and sus. suspicious. <laughs> he's sus. And then Jane is inclined to giggle and doesn't put things away. Me too, Jane. That you is, are, Jane. That is literally, if you were to describe me, I would I would accept that. Giggles
1: too much. Messy.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Michael is like, how do you measure a bitch? Exactly. <laughs> how about you? <laughs> Verbatim. And so Mary's like, all right, I'll measure. And so they help her measure herself. And her says
1: she is practically perfect in every way. She kind of is. Yeah, I mean... She's an icon. Michael keeps muttering under his breath, calling her tricky. And she gives him a look at one point, And I was like, he almost got cursed right there. He was about to get like cold clock. Uh-huh. No. Oh, she would have just turned him into a pigeon or something. I mean, she's a witch. She Where do did, you think? Turn him into a newt. All the birds at the St. Paul's Cathedral came from. They're all Mary children. <laughs> They're all children <laughs> that sassed her too hard and she couldn't fix them. <laughs> anyway, so she's like, clean up this nursery brats, because it's filthy. But she starts... Singing that, you know, a spoon. just a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. She's basically like, everything you do, just make it fun and then it won't be like hard and annoying, which makes sense in the song. But also, yeah, she gives them like witch powers. Yeah. So all they have to do is snap to clean up. I so really, wish. she kind of was cheating a little bit. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Jane is standing there snapping away and putting everything away. Michael, poor dear, can't snap because
1: he is useless. He's incapable of snapping. Michael can't snap, so he's no help. But Mary and Jane snap and put everything away. So while they're
0: snapping and singing and putting everything away, Mary has a little sing-off with her reflection. And her reflection kind of shows off and... Mary looks pissed, first of all, that her reflection just showed her up. But then also she's like looking at herself like, yep, I'm that bitch. And Mary is that
1: bitch. So after they clean up the nursery, Mary's like, get your coats. We're going out on the town. They slide down the banister. All three of them this time. Ellen is shook. Ellen got a little shook. Ellen doesn't know what to do. But then really excited. Yeah. And then waves them off. She's like, "Uh, witches are, I'm into it. I'm interested in this Mary lady. I think she's going to (laughs) be,
0: she's (laughs) going to be good for us.
1: And then we head to the park and Bert's doing his chalk art again. Bert's a hustler. He's just trying to collect his coin. He's got a little hat out. He's like throwing some tuppence if you got it. And the chalk art that Bert is working on when... <laughs> they first start this scene is literally and i kid you not watch mary poppins it is a seal yelling at a buck actually they're kind of yelling at each other each other it's literally just a beautiful scene kind of like a beach scene and a seal and a deer a big buck are just yelling at each other And I want it framed. I want that in every room in my home. It's iconic. It's a. It's so good. It's so beautiful. It's my favorite part of this movie. Mary's shadow goes over Bert's chalk art, and he sketches her head. It's her silhouette, is how he says it.
0: Because he well, he's I know British. Silhouette anywhere. <laughs> and I was like,
1: All Are you right. making
0: fun of Dick Van Dyke's speech impediment? Go it. We just bullied a seven-year-old, and I'm mad at that. Are you kidding me? Silhouette. I can't even spell silhouette, so I can't say anything. Bert
1: sketches (laughs) Mary's (laughs) silhouette. And then Bert is like, where are you going, kids? And they're like, Mary's taking us to the park. And Bert says, oh, Mary doesn't go to the park. Mm-mm. And Mary's like, I don't know what you're talking about. We're just going to the park. She's like, stop spreading fucking rumors, Bert." Yeah. Shut the fuck up. And then Bert's like, come here. We'll do some magic. Ooh. And then he's like, look at this chalk art now. Wink and blink. And I don't know what the whole thing it is. It
0: was. Hold on. I wrote it down. Did okay. You? I did.
1: A think a wink. And a double blink. And then they jump onto the chalk art and nothing, nothing happens. happens. And Mary is like, Oh, Bert, stop being ridiculous. And then just grabs their hands and jumps into the paint. Perfect. Ting. The chalk art. It's a, it's
0: a painting. It's, it's chalk it's a chalk painting. It's not paint. It is. Can we just talk
1: about these iconic outfits? I every outfit in this movie I love except for anything Michael wears. And I hate you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they're all so beautiful. Just Mary's white dress with so the pretty. red ribbons, and Bert he's wearing a yellow and orange jacket with white linen pants, blue bow tie, yes. blue socks, white shoes. I think so. And a lovely pair of dress shoes. Legendary. They look so cute. They're so beautiful. I I love Mary's white and red dress. It's beautiful. So this chalk art was the English countryside. Mm-hmm. And Bert is like, see that path over there? Yeah. If you follow that path, you'll find a fair. A fair. He's like, get lost, Bratz. So yeah. He wants Mary and Bert time. time. <laughs> This is marry and Burt time. This is the only kind of date I ever want to go on for the rest of my life. Like if you're not going to Burt and marry me, I don't want to talk to you. But yeah, they go through a beautiful stroll. They're singing to each other. They're skipping along. They head over a fence and they're in a farm and Bert. <laughs> conducts the farm animals to sing to mary and you
0: know this is so good for her because she's so narcissistic like she genuinely loves herself and not saying it's a bad thing at all but she's very narcissistic and so having like bert and all these farm animals sing about how fucking wonderful she is she
1: is living yeah this is all she could ever ask for this is the best to her (laughs) The best day for her they head out of the farm and bert picks her some flowers and then the flowers turn into butterflies flowers but make it butterflies.
0: And then they step on the back of some fricking turtles and slide
1: on over to the other side of the pond. The turtles offered. Kat. I don't care. They I think it's disrespectful. Even said, Mary says, thank you. And they say my pleasure. It was their pleasure.
0: They would got Chick-fil-A.
1: They don't work on Sundays. It's their pleasure. I hated it. They're so small. They offered. They're small. They literally offered to take Mary and Bert to the other side of the pond. So you walk up to a
0: pond, the pond out back, and some turtles stroll up. You're just going to step on them? If it says, get on my back, I'm taking you.
1: They didn't say anything. They they said it with their eyes. (laughs) (laughs) It was their pleasure. It's Mary Poppins. No. So they go for tea in a garden. The waiters at the tea garden are penguins. Perfect. Are they hot? Are these African penguins? What's the deal?
0: I feel like they're doing fine. Are there
1: penguins in the English countryside at all? Definitely not. Okay, great. So Bert dances with the penguins and Mary's laughing. She loves it. Mary and Bert dance and it's really cute. And then they meet back up with the kiddos at the fair, which is just a merry go Around. <laughs> if you ask me.
0: I think this was, they went to the fair while they had their little jaunt and then they meet back up at the merry-go-round. I don't think that was the whole fair. <laughs>
1: oh yeah, there's a fair right over there, kids. Just a merry-go-round. They've been stuck on this merry-go-round for eight hours. They're like, oh, <laughs> their date is taking forever. How many times can you go around on a merry-go-round? <laughs> Mary is like, you know what? This is too boring for me. Let's go off-roading. <laughs> yeah.
0: Bert's like, mm, this is great We don't want to go anywhere. And Mary's like, try me bit fucking try i'm a witch we're in chalk
1: let's go (laughs) and then they just are off of the merry-go-round and then they're riding along on their little carousel horses that still have like the sticks in them exactly and then some hounds and some horseback riders go by they start running and so they're like well screw it let's join them they're riding along and they start chasing after a little foxy this part made me so sad i know and Bert was like i don't think so i'm gonna save that fox this little friend. Bert's a vegetarian. We stand Bert. <laughs> Bert. is one of us. So Bert saves the little fox and they end up on a racetrack. What do you call it when horses are on a racetrack? It's a track. Is it still called a racetrack though? Yeah. They're on a horse race track
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm agreeing. Like I
1: know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah. About. I'm an equestrian. I know exactly what you're talking <laughs> about. You know, the horse race track. So they're on the horse racetrack. Mary wins, of course. She Obviously. just literally is like, excuse me, excuse me. And all the racers <laughs> are like, oh, yes, please win. And she wins. And a bunch of reporters are taking her photo and asking her how she feels about winning. She's like, well, you know, it was really, it was just like, it was so supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. They sing supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Can we talk about the fact that Melissa
0: and I both looked at each other at the same time? We're like, we hate that we know how to spell this. I knew. (laughs) I don't know
1: how to spell freaking anything, but I can spell it. I don't even
0: know that where Wyoming is in America, but I know how to spell supercalifragilisticexpialidocious.
1: It's honestly. The best song ever. It's the umdili, umdili, umdili eyes for me. Like, I still can't believe you've never seen Saving Mr.
0: Banks. The part about this song is so iconic. I in think that I've movie. seen it,
1: but I just don't remember a lot because I drank a lot.
0: Well, PL Travers did not want this song to exist in this movie.
1: It is stupid, but <laughs> he said so this good. is nonsensical and not going in this movie. So, Jane and Bert and the other one and the fox are, I'm kidding, Michael, <laughs> are just like eating popsicles and Michael Michael erasures. The fox gets a little popsicle too. Is it ice cream? I don't know. They're eating something and the fox gets one. I'm just so happy the fox didn't get (laughs) eaten by hounds. It starts to rain. So the chalk is getting messed up, obviously. So they have to pop back over to the real world and they're getting soaking wet. So they go home. They get back to the bank's residence
0: and Mary says that the children have to take their medicine because they got rained on. And when children get their socks wet, they have to take their medicine. So the kids are complaining because medicine is obviously disgusting. And she pours it into each of their spoons, including Mary has a spoon, and it is a different color for each of them. And so they all drink it and they're all fun flavors. Jane had like strawberry, it was lime, something. And then Mary's was rum punch. She's over here getting wasty pants watching the kids. She said, listen, tomorrow's my day off. So the children are talking about their day with Mary. Mary and they were like, Hey, Mary, remember when you won that horse race today? And Mary's like a horse race. I would never I'm a respectable lady. She's like crocheting also. She's like, I've never been on a horse
1: in my life. (laughs) So
0: the kids are saying that they're too excited to sleep. And so Mary says bet and sings a song about not sleeping and then they fall asleep also did you know that they were going to cut this song out of the movie which they should have Um, no it's cute julie andrews said that this was like her absolute favorite part of the whole movie she says was her favorite song and she wrote pl travers a freaking letter personally and said this song needs to be in the movie and because pl travers like found her like so like respected her so much she let
1: it stay in the movie i have two things to say um one who doesn't love a lullaby two what does pl stand for in pl travers i have to know right now is it let's see what i bet do you it's think? patricia lynn p l was i wrong with both mm-hmm. not patricia or lynn lynn is close
0: linda i think it's a last name or it was a last name Lindell. what is it pamela linden travers pamela linden mm-hmm. i'll take it pam sounds like a bitch honestly no she kind of was so she sings this song about the children not sleeping and they fall
1: asleep next day admiral boom <laughs> 8 a.m <laughs> he says no one is sleeping in in london i literally oh my god it makes me so mad
0: he literally says no one can sleep in and adds double powder i'm telling you right now if my if my freaking neighbor had a cannon on top of his house and set it off every day at 8 a.m i think i would turn that cannon onto his
1: face Mm -hmm. oh yeah so the banks are sitting at breakfast Mm -hmm. mr and mrs the children don't get to eat rich children don't eat with their rich parents don't act like we had breakfast with mom and dad please please girl Mr. Banks is clearly cranky and everyone keeps bringing up how cranky
0: he is. And he's like, I'm not cranky. (laughs) That's kind of the worst though. When like you are cranky and everyone brings
1: it up. I'm so cranky. And you're like, I'm not cranky. And everyone around him is like so happy. So he won't admit that he's cranky and Mm -hmm. he goes to work. Mary takes Jane and Michael to go run errands. They got to pick up fish or something. And they pass Admiral Boom's house.
0: And he's washing his windows in a boat on, like, a pulley with a mop. That's how you do it, clearly. (laughs) Like, a whole mop on the side of his house with, like, on the windows. That's how I wash our windows. I just, like... (laughs) literally actually he's not doing it binnacle is doing it. oh yes the granny nanny is doing it <laughs> with a whole mop like just sloshing water everywhere he's not even like getting some of the water off no straight up just sloshing how the water you mop, yeah
1: no <laughs> they're heading towards town mary and jane and michael and andrew comes along and- It was a freaking dog
0: <laughs> who names their dog andrew why not uh, anybody who names their animal just like a normal name. That's my favorite thing. That's
1: so weird to me. Speaking of Pam, um, my friend <laughs> oh, no. Morgan. I hope she listens to this podcast. I don't think she does that. Uh, my friend Morgan had a cat named Pam and I thought it was the funniest thing ever. Like, like was- you you looked at a cat and named hey, it Pam. Pam. You look at a dog named it Andrew. Andrew comes along and he <laughs> tells Mary that there's an urgent matter. Tells by barking. <laughs> Mary's a witch, can speak dogs. So he uh, probably was a human at some point or something, and something happened and he got like turned into a dog and like the pigeons. And I just like to speculate about how Andrew became a dog. That makes sense though. That's why he's a human name. And he can talk to Mary and knows oh, Mary. Maybe you're right. They end up in some creepy back alley. I guess maybe it's not that creepy. It's not that creepy. It's a little sketch. And they end up at the house of Uncle Albert, mm-hmm. who is floating up to his ceiling because he cannot stop laughing.
0: And who is Uncle Albert?
1: Edwin! Our fave. This is our third Edwin movie because we watched Alice in Wonderland. Mm-hmm. He's the Mad Hatter. And then we watched Babes in Toyland. And he was the... Toymaker. Toy maker who, like, disrespected my boyfriend. <laughs> so this is our third Edwin movie. We stand. I bet Edwin feeds the birds, cat, i just like to say. Good for him. He can do it. Uh, he gets the giggles. He's floating up to the ceiling. And then the kids start to chuckle a little at him. And Bert starts to chuckle a little at him. Oh, Bert's there, by the way. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. By the way, Bert's there. By the
1: way, Bert's there. He's like, it's really serious this time. I don't <laughs> think he's going to come back from this. And then it just turns out he's laughing really hard. The kids start to laugh a little bit harder. And they end up floating up to the ceiling, too. And then Bert also starts to laugh. And then all four of them are up there and Mary. He's just on the floor judging them like I would never laugh that hard. I'm She's like a classy. respectable <laughs> lady
0: would never. Also this song is such a bop. I love to laugh.
1: Oh, 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 oh. It's a great song. It is. It's so fun. Uncle Albert amidst his chuckles is like well I was gonna have I was gonna have Bert over for tea but then I just ended up maybe Andrew too. I don't know. <laughs> and that's why Andrew Mary was told there. him to get lost. Wait so. can we also
0: talk about how Mary roasts Uncle Albert's laugh she literally is like i hate when people laugh through their teeth and they sound like snakes and that's literally how he was laughing and she's like judging him hard she laughs
1: everybody's laughing except her own basically she's like except me i'm practically perfect in every way and i laugh perfect also correct so mary's like whatever sends the tea table up to the ceiling for them to sit around and then she just glides up there again because she's a witch and they start to have tea i mean where else can you have a tea party except on the ceiling i mean mary's not really happy about it but she secretly is having a good time i I think think. so So the only way to get down Is to think of something sad mm-hmm. Mary's like We need to go home We've been here too long <laughs> And then everybody gets really sad After they drank their tea And then they all float to the ground Uncle Albert's crying Like it's the end of his life He doesn't get visitors No, <laughs> He only hangs out with Andrew <laughs> <laughs> He sometimes burns Sometimes Bert. He just wants a friend. (laughs) Oh, Andrew. Uh, So Mary's like, yeah, kids, we gotta go. And then Bert and Albert. Both Berts. Both Berts are (laughs) sitting in the house and they start to laugh again but then they start crying again because they're, they're sad the children love. literally me getting an anxiety attack <laughs> Bert's cry phase is my favorite thing ever it's pretty it's it's so dramatic but it's like also good and stupid and right, funny, and i love yeah. it so mary and the children leave i hope andrew came back over and they like watched a movie or something were movies a thing yet i don't know I hope they
0: read a nice book aloud or something. I think so. They finished their tea on the ground and read exactly. some poems. <laughs>
1: read some poems to each other. Played
0: a little charades. Was that a Andrew game? was a dog uh,
1: every time. Andrew
0: was a dog every time. I hate
1: you. Back at the house, Mr. Banks comes home again. Really cranky. And he's about to fire Mary because she's putting all these nonsensical notions into the kids' heads. And he thinks that's why he's feeling a bit off, is because Mary's just not the right fit for their family. So he's like, Mary, can I see you? Winnie, my beautiful wife, come with me too, because I want you to be here when I fire her.
0: Yeah, she was trying to go to her suffragette meeting and more was support. like, No,
1: <laughs> you have to be here. He basically is like, This isn't working out. The children need serious direction, they need to know what it's like to start becoming adults and doing adult things yeah mary is like and that's why it's such a great idea that you're going to take them to the bank tomorrow yeah and show them what it's like to be a banker Mm -hmm. and mr banks is like you're right wait what? And Mary's like, great, I'll go put the kids to bed because I know they've got a busy day ahead of them tomorrow. going to the bank. Have a great day. Goodbye. And then Mr. Banks is just kind of confused. And he looks over at beautiful Winnie, Mrs. Banks, queen of our hearts, and is like, did I say I was going to take them to the bank tomorrow to teach them responsibility? And Winnie, of course, is like, that's what I heard. Yep. Anyway, off to my meeting. Got to go feed the destitute i don't know she was off to do that night (laughs) mr banks also calls mary poppins a
0: sugary female she's a little sugary i would if a man ever called me a sugary female in an insulting way i'd beat his ass I think it's cute, sugary. Don't think he meant it in a
1: nice way, though. I don't think so either. So
0: Mary goes upstairs to tuck the children in. <laughs> what is that thing? I'm just
1: excited for this next scene.
0: So Mary uh, goes to tuck the children in for bed, and she tells them that they're going to go to work with... Moses' <laughs> <laughs> is really excited. Go to work with their dad the next day. And they're like, how did you convince dad That we were going to work with him tomorrow. And she's like, first of all, how dare you insinuate that I would ever convince anyone of anything ever. I do not have mind control powers. Right. Absolutely not. (gasps) Maybe she does like actually mind
1: control. She just knows how to spin it. She's maybe, that bitch.
0: Maybe. Uh, so she's tucking them in and she is explaining how their father can't see past his own nose and he doesn't see the things around him for what they are. He just sees only what has to do with him. Mary starts talking about the old lady on the steps of the St. Paul's
1: Cathedral who feeds the frickin' birds. Up into a bag. Yeah. Shows him the cathedral and mm-hmm. the snow globe. She shakes the snow globe and it has the pretty little birds in it. It's mm-hmm. so adorable. You know, she doesn't say all this. But But this is the the moral of the story. Mr. Banks sees an old haggard woman begging for money. Mm -hmm. What's actually happening? is you're giving tuppence to a person in need you're feeding hungry birds and they're using day-old bread which was going to get thrown away anyway so mr bang sees an annoying impoverished woman Mm -hmm. also it's only like a tuppence like it's only money for one tuppence money that you have tons of you are helping the birds helping that lady and also using a resource that was just gonna get thrown away anyway the day-old bread so yeah
0: she's she's money isn't
1: everything right literally one Little Tuppence can change so many lives. Right. Is basically what she's saying. Mm -hmm. So the next day, the
0: children are walking to the bank with their father and they see the bird lady. And Michael brought his two Tuppence and he wants to go to the bird lady. I want to feed the birds and <laughs> give her two tuppence so he can feed the birds. And Mr. Banks is like, no, you're not going to go talk to that grubby old lady. like Birds? Absolutely Ew. not. Gross. Michael kind of puts up a little bit of a fit about it. He's like, no, I I want to feed the freaking birds, Dad. And Mary said, feed the birds. <laughs> and Mr. Banks is like, I'm tired of hearing of freaking Mary Poppins. We're going to the bank. Let's go. Grabs the kids and like rushes them along to the bank. So they get in there and I'm not going to be, I'm going to be really honest. I don't remember all their names. The main one I remember is Mr. Dawes Sr. Yeah. Mr. Dawes Jr. And then the rest of them, they are the bankers who are like the head of the bank. So Mr. Dawes owns the bank. And then there's Mr. Dawes Jr., who's obviously his son. And,
1: right. Yeah. All the partners at the bank right. who are Mr. Banks. Mind you, they're all They all wear red old. carnation. Yeah. They're all really old. Yeah. Mr. Banks is definitely the youngest one out oh, of all of them.
0: by far. Um, So Mr. Banks tells all the partners that the children want to open up an account. And Michael's like, I want to feed the birds. I want to feed the birds. But I want to feed the birds. And Mr. Dawes Sr., who is Dick Van Dyke as an old man. He looks great. The makeup looks great. I or mean, 1960, whatever. Yeah, I mean, you could see his prosthetics in his hair. But really? Yeah, I could. Oh. I, wow. It's all I focused on.
1: I thought he looked um, great.
0: He did look great. It's kind of what he looks like now, except he looks way older now, to be honest, which makes me really sad. But uh, Mr. Dawes starts singing Melissa's absolute favorite song in this whole thing about banking and about how you're stimulating the economy if you open an account and put your money into the bank because then they use that money to buy things for... He like brings up like the
1: military and... My brain cells are dying as you're talking about this, to be honest.
0: Yeah, he's literally saying, we use your money to better ourselves, not for you, but for us. We better our business with your money.
1: Yeah, it's the dumbest song ever. Yeah. Money is the root of all evil. We mm-hmm. all already know it. But basically, Michael is standing there. He's got his little tuppence in his hand. And he's listening to these old men jibber jabber on. And his, like, he starts to, like loosen his grip a little on his tuppence. Like he's just kind of like palming them now. He's not really like clutching them like he was before. And Mr. Dawes Sr., this old ass man, grabs his tuppence. He literally steals them right out of his fucking hands. And Michael snatches them back, has a little tug of war with his tuppence and everybody in the bank is like oh the bank is trying to steal people's money let's get our money out of here
0: not just people's money a child's money this these two ladies literally watch this old man try and steal a child's money and they're like
1: absolutely not so michael wrangles his tuppence out of freaking mr Dawes senior's hands and him and jane book it Mm -hmm. meanwhile everybody in london Runs to this bank to take their money out. They're like, we heard heard you guys are stealing children's money. Gotta go. Everybody comes to the bank and takes their money out. So that's not good, really, for the bank, honestly, from a business standpoint. But he he shouldn't have been so grimy, Mr... Dawes senior so I mean I'm not I'm not upset with the people of London go get your money put it elsewhere put it under your mattress don't be grimy put your tuppins under your mattress (laughs) and then Jane and Michael are on the run Mm -hmm. they are running just through the city of London they would you know they would have been literally immediately snatched if it was 2021 but down back
0: alleys and like all these like scary corners and stuff and they run into a back alley they run into a man covered in soot he's wearing all black covered in soot it's Thank you the Lord. Mm -hmm. And so Bert is like, what happened? I'm like a father to you, right? So like, tell me what happened. I'll help. And they're like, our father happened. And he was like, okay, maybe I'm not like a father to you. Let me let me back up. So Bert's pretty much telling the kids like, hey, listen, I know that you think like your life is really hard, but your dad also has it really rough. Like he's the head of your household. He's trying to provide for all of you while still providing you a good childhood. He's also under stress at work. He's trying to, you know, better
1: himself and all this stuff. He says your dad and your mom and the cook and the nanny and the housekeeper and me and the constable all look after you who looks after daddy
0: yeah and michael's like yeah michael's like i don't want to fucking hear it and jane is like michael shut the fuck up bert do you really think our dad needs help and bert's like yeah man
1: like who's helping him right what a good sentiment Bert takes the children home and Ellen opens the door and then Mrs. Banks is like running out the door and she's like, oh my gosh, where's Mary? And the kids are like, it's Mary's day off. And then she's like, well, Tuesday. I've got to go... To the soup kitchen and serve food. I don't know what she was doing that night. She's going <laughs> to do something wonderful, though.
0: This was, I think, when they said they were chaining themselves
1: to somebody's carriage. She had to chain herself to somebody's carriage. Right. And then We've she all looks, been there. She looks at Ellen, the housekeeper, and Ellen is like, not today, sis. She you said, do not you know pay what? Me I'm putting my foot down. <laughs> no, no. And so she's like, Bert, the chimney, you could sweep the chimney and then show the kids because that'll entertain them. And he's like, actually, the mayor, I'm, he's my next client. And she's like, well, fuck the mayor and come clean the chimney. OK, bye. And runs out. So Bert now is um, babysitting the children slash cleaning their chimney. Literally not. I'm <laughs> sure he's not getting paid for any of this either. He's like, I don't think the mayor's going to be very happy
0: about this. And Mrs. Banks is like, have a great evening. Enjoy babysitting. Well, I'm going to go chain <laughs> myself to his carriage now anyway, so it doesn't matter. He's going to have a lot on his hands. Oh, I still <laughs> love
1: her. I can't we help it. stan burr and the children are standing at the chimney and he's got his little chimney cleaner don't i i do not know the utensils and i refuse to <laughs> pretend like i do remember when we dressed up as them yeah that was cute oh my god we should totally post a photo of that if we can find one. Oh, i definitely have photos i think of we that. still have those they're in my closet oh my god that was so cute when we were chimney sweeps we were chimney sweeps we literally went to like goodwill bought some
0: like men's clothes with then we went to walmart bought literal coal and covered
1: ourselves just, in soot. It was so fun. We were really cute. No, the it like probably really was not great for our like skin and whatnot. Yeah, it's but, just charcoal. You use charcoal and everything so. now. So Bert has the little thing in the chimney and he's like, oh, you can kind of feel the, the wind. It could pull you right up if you're not careful. And he's like, here, Michael, you try. So he hands it over to Michael and then Mary comes in the room behind them. She's back from whatever she was doing and she's like, you better be careful. And then... Whoosh, michael's up the chimney sucked up and then she's like oh, well there goes one of them and then <laughs> whoosh, up goes jane and she's like well now we have to go to bert and Bert's like all right i love hanging out with you mary let's <laughs> do it he's like sounds good <laughs> i was just gonna clean the mayor's chimney now i get to go play he's Hell like yeah. now i get to play with mary poppins let's do it <laughs> so they start going across the rooftops of london on their little journey and bert is like oh end of the road and mary's like nope and she just like turns some smoke also this the blackest smoke i've ever seen ever i hope this was for movie magic if not like i don't feel great about earth in 10 years um it really stressed me out rough just this big black plume of smoke she turns it into stairs so then they climb all the way up to tippity top of a building and they look at the beautiful view of london and
0: this whole scene makes me miss great movie ride so
1: freaking much Oh, yeah, the, uh, the whole part step in time. Yeah, Absolutely. there's that part when
0: she's floating when she like first comes out of the chimney and she floats down. Great movie ride was
1: so good before they turned a classic movie took it over oh that was the worst yeah and then they were like that was like i hate this i miss the old gray movie ride." and then like we're scrapping it i was like it's fine yeah at that point it used to be anyway i have the memories in my brain i'll Mm -hmm. hold on to them forever unless i drink myself into a grave i do like runaway railway but i do miss great movie ride i finally rode mickey's fucking train wreck also i don't know what any of the names of the rides are at disney can i just say and minnie's runaway railway mickey's fucking train wreck yeah okay so it was great. I loved Super it. Cute. Honestly, it was the cutest ride ever. The people... There's like a scene... If you have... I'm not going to... You know, spoiler alert, I guess. But there is a part where Daisy is teaching you like dance moves. Mm-hmm. And even like Kat and I were in the backseat and we were jamming. And there's like a <laughs> old couple in front of us and they were jamming. <laughs> like we were like... Uh, 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 learning a little dance with Daisy. It's Super cute. It felt like such a good Disney ride. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you could kind of goof off and be silly and not feel like stupid... Like I'm an adult at a theme park, which we were, but <laughs> we always we are. got drunk later, so it's fine. It's fine. Like, it's the same thing. Moving on, and then chiru, all the chimney sweeps come. On. <laughs> they're it just there. They're all like, like one pops out, and he's like chiru, and then they're just like chiru! coming from everywhere. Well, I, <laughs> chiru. I love it. Cheerio. Maybe that's like the chimney sweep wave saying like, hey, what's up? And then the best musical number in this movie happens, Step in Time. Yes. Uh, the scene is so beautiful. It's really dark. Everybody's covered in soot. Mary, the kids, all the chimney sweeps. They're jumping all over the roofs. Uh, when there is a window in the shot, it has like yellow or orange light coming through it. The sunset is happening. It's literally so beautiful. It's mm-hmm. one of my favorite scenes in any movie ever it's so beautiful i love it so much also their dance skills incredible they're all amazing dancers they're doing the tap they're doing the step they're doing acrobatics. i I mean they're doing it all it's so good and then mary joins in kills it and then they're like mary one more one more and she just puts her hand up and she's like no she only has to say no once Mm -hmm. and then they're like great okay bye and then they keep doing their little dances freaking gentlemen Also, she's a witch, though. So maybe to not get harassed by men, you have to be a witch.
0: Is that all we have to do? All you have to do is become a witch. All right. Well.
1: And then Admiral Boom, Mm -hmm. he sees this going on and he's like, oh, the hot and tots are at it again. The who? The hot and tots. The who? So he shoots fireworks at them? Yeah. He like shoves fireworks into his cannon and shoots fireworks at them. And then they all disperse. They all start running away. For what, (laughs) sir? For what? For what? And then they all are just running down into London. And then they all go to the Banks house. They all jump into the Banks <laughs> chimney. Uh, They're coming in through the chimney. Imagine the soot.
0: There is soot everywhere. They luckily covered, I don't know who did because it wasn't covered when they went up, but someone <laughs> had the the mind to cover all the furniture so it wasn't covered
1: oh, in man. soot. And Wild. Then Mr. Banks comes home to I would say 55 chimney sweeps in his home just having a dance battle I just love
0: when Mrs. Banks come in and they're all yelling votes for women and she's like votes for women and they're yes. like votes for women and then they have a little dance off oh love gosh, that. that's so good <laughs> Mrs.
1: Banks comes home she's not really super pumped about the chimney sweeps but once they're like feminism she's like yes feminism you can all stay for dinner like she's pumped you're actually all hired you're all and adopted. And then Mary's like, Bert, get these clowns out of here. So we're done here. <laughs> they've got to go. So Bert gets the whole gang out. They all shake Mr. Banks' hand as they leave. So if a chimney sweep shakes your hand, you're it's a lucky luck. man. Mm-hmm. So he's like, super lucky. The most luckiest man on earth. And then Mary takes the children to bed, and Bert is packing up his tools and his utensils i think i called them earlier
0: <laughs> he's just barbecuing yes
1: <laughs> and mr banks is like uh, oh, mary's a problem my life is a problem 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 just talking I'm, out loud to the help like i'm really i'm really a problem and bert is like <laughs> well i don't know about you but all i know is that mary poppins is the greatest human being on this planet also no offense bro but you literally hired somebody else to raise your children.
0: Yeah, he pretty much inadvertently like agrees with Mr. Everything Mr. Banks is complaining about to like make him see that he's incorrect. Like he's literally like, yeah, how dare you have to hire somebody else to watch your kids raise because you your spawn. can't be bothered to do it yourself and you're never home. So God forbid you have to take your children to work with you and spend time with them. Yeah. Yikes. And that's when Mr. Banks is like, oh,
1: I'm a shit dad. Yeah. I'm a shit dad yeah he has a little realization right mm-hmm. there and it's then Bert leaves brewing in his <laughs> mind Bert leaves Mr. Banks gets a phone call and they're like hi uh, we need to talk to you uh, at 9pm which is like really late Yeah, also... Am I getting paid for this meeting at 9 p.m.? Yeah, so the bank, yeah, is like, you have to come in. You can fire me over the phone. Just fire me over the phone. I feel like that's fine. So Mr. Banks goes to get fired, 9 o'clock. They tell a story (laughs) that the last run on the bank, which I guess is everybody taking their money out of the bank, that's Mm -hmm. a run on the bank. Mm -hmm. Mr. Dawes Jr. says the last run on the bank was apparently... When they funded the ship that sent the tea over to America that caused the Boston Tea Party. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> this is really awkward. You're <laughs> extra fired, bro. Yeah. Um, the cult leader, I mean, Mr. Dawes Jr. goes over and takes his carnation yeah. off of his shirt, rips it up, mm-hmm. breaks his umbrella. Disrespectful. And then busts a hole in the top of his hat.
0: All right. Listen, the is carnation that his personal hat, the carnation, me? the carnation thing. OK, so like, you are not, you're not part of this anymore. You're no longer a partner. I'm going to take this out. This is like our thing. You can't have this anymore. The umbrella, very unnecessary, literally flips it inside out and like shoves it to where it's like a cone. But the hat, the hat punches a hole in this man's nice hat. Did the bank give him that hat? Because then no. I'm not mad. But if that's I'm, his hat. I'm pretty sure that's his hat. Regardless, wouldn't you want that back so you can like give it to somebody else? If I were to give my work uniform back and it had a giant hole in it, they would charge me for that. Are they going to charge him for it too? Disrespectful is what it is.
1: So they ask if there's anything he has to say. And this is when Mr. Banks fucking snaps. Yeah. He says, you know what? I do have something to say. Mm -hmm. And he says... Super califragilistic expialidocious motherfuckers, and yep. they're like, "I'm sorry, what?" Mic drop. So Mr. Banks goes over to Mr. Dawes Jr. and Mr. Dawes Senior, who's sitting at the head of the table, and then all the other bankers are sitting at the table as well. Mm-hmm. And he tells he tells all of them mm-hmm. the joke that Edwin mm-hmm. Uncle Albert mm-hmm. told Michael mm-hmm. and, and Jane, then, and then that Michael told. Mr. Banks and yes. Mr. Banks was like, that's not funny at all. Yeah. So he goes over and tells the joke to Mr. Doll Sr., which is... Right. So the joke is,
0: there once was a man who had a wooden leg named Smith. And then the other person says, what was his other leg's name?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's honestly a funny it's joke. It's pretty good. It's like layer. It's like a cute little like kid's joke. It's like joke. a grammar joke. Yeah. You're trying to think like, what does the wooden leg have to do with this? But then you realize just like the wooden leg... His name was Smith. Yeah. So, what's the name of his other leg? Yeah. It's good. It's so funny. So, so, all the
0: bankers are just staring at him like, what are you talking about? He's cackling
1: at this point. He is fully cracked. Yeah. He's done. He's out of it. And he's like, I love my family more than money. And he like runs out of the room. He just runs away. I'm not even kidding. Literally. And then we're still with the bankers. Mm -hmm. And Mr. Dawes Sr., again, 500 years old. Mm -hmm. He starts laughing so freaking hard. Yeah. And he floats up to the ceiling. Yep. Because he's laughing so hard at the the wooden leg named Smith joke. It's so great. It's such a good life lesson. Like, Mm -hmm. don't take life too seriously. Nothing matters. Literally, you could be a banker and have a beautiful wife and beautiful children and then like get fired and like it's gonna be okay Mm
0: -hmm.
1: sure you don't have that great banking job anymore but you're gonna figure it out you have a family who loves you you have your beautiful freaking wife who's like an amazing feminist and you have your beautiful children who like love you so much and tell you jokes about wooden legs Mm -hmm. like tbh don't take it too seriously nothing matters yep take it day by day baby sometimes they rip up your carnation and break your hat. But you just gotta... Fuck up your umbrella. You just gotta say... just gotta move on.
0: So then it's the next day. It's the next morning. And the winds have changed.
1: Yeah. Mary's packing up her old bag. Oh, carpet bag. Loading up her... Mirrors. No, she said, come on, mirrors. Her, her freaking hat stand and her <laughs> lamp, her really nice lamp. Uh, Mr. Banks is missing. He's just, he's gone. Mrs. Banks is freaking out. Mm-hmm. Um, the cook and the housekeeper are freaking out. Mm-hmm. Ellen is like, maybe he threw himself off the bridge. Start scanning the river out there. <laughs> the constable's there. He's trying to make phone calls to see what happened last night. Basically, the bank was like, we f- we fired him and then we haven't seen him since. So that's not really looking good. So... They hear singing, and in walks Mr. Banks. Mrs. Banks gives him the biggest smooch. Mm -hmm. She thought he yeeted himself in the river. Thanks, Ellen. Oh, my gosh. They're so cute. I love Mm -hmm. their love. He calls for the kids, and they run downstairs. Crying over Mary leaving. They don't care about Mary anymore, (laughs) because Mr. Banks... Fixed their kite he mended their broken kite, just like he mended their family, oh, and he's like, let's go fly kite, kids. Meanwhile, yeah, he's like disheveled. His collars like popped up. He's got the same. his hat's still busted. We've all been there. And basically, Mrs. Banks is like, what is going on? And he's like, uh, we'll figure it out because we're a family and that's what we're going to do. Yeah. We're going to figure it out together. And Mrs. Banks adds her sash from her votes for women to the kite as the tail. It's so cute. So cute. So Mary floats off mm-hmm. with her parrot. Mm -hmm. umbrella who's a little bit judgmental he's a little sassy a little sassy but we love him yeah and mr dawes jr who's also flying a kite Mm -hmm. in the park along with all of london apparently uh goes over to mr banks and he says hi thanks for killing my dad uh (laughs) your joke made him laugh so hard that he had a heart attack literally died of laughter and mr banks is like oh my gosh i'm so sorry this is so awkward and mr dawes jr is like no no no. it's totally fine also you can uh take his position as we need we need like a senior partner we need a new partner because daddy died and mr banks is like great we're back in business, baby. Literally,
0: what? <laughs> and that's the end of the movie. Also, I would like to say that Mr. Dawes Senior is credited as like Navkid Ked or something like that, which is literally just Dick Van Dyke's name, all mashed up, all mashed up, <laughs> yeah, that's which funny. is
1: super cute. Can I go first? Yeah, I feel like I don't go first a lot. Oh. I'm giving Mary Poppins a 10 out of 10. Woo! It's the best movie. Rotten Mm -hmm. Tomatoes is right. It's so good. It's just the best movie ever. Great lessons. Great songs. Take Michael out. Take Admiral Boom out. (laughs) And it's like absolutely perfect. (laughs) Mary Poppins is number three on my list. Number three? It is below Toy Story. Girl, I'm sorry. I just love Woody, so I would literally die for Woody. I'm just saying. And then... Atlantis, The Lost Empire is number four. So Mary is squeezed in between those two. I also gave Mary Poppins a 10 out of
0: 10. Mine is sitting at number eight. So, below Peter Pan, mostly just because that one's shorter. So, I do put it on a lot more just because it's a shorter movie and I do love that movie. And then it is above Toy Story. So, mine is sitting at number eight. I love it. Woo!
1: We are going to do a Patreon episode for next episode, too. Yay. Because we love our patrons. Yeah, we do. If you would like an episode of Tragical uh, dedicated to your favorite movie, you can become a patron. Link is in the show notes.
0: Yeah. And we're going to do merch boxes coming soon. Yes, so right. Drum roll, please. Ready.
1: Ready. <laughs> inside out oh god i'm gonna cry i would die for riley i would die for riley i have seen this movie so many times i probably know every word i'm pretty embarrassed i just know that i'm going to cry next episode i love amy Poehler so much i read her book oh my god i love her so much i do love amy Poehler. this is marina's pick marina what the Frick girl What a good movie choice Oh my gosh Inside Out Oh my gosh I'm so excited We just did a really old one And now we're gonna do Like a really new Disney movie I'm I'm literally pre- Like mentally Preparing myself Just to stop The whole movie's About emotions so. I, Well yeah It really hits Close to home That one I'm really excited That's a good one Yeah me too Yay Thank you guys For listening We appreciate you You're the best We love you Okay bye Okay bye Super supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. supercalifragilisticexpialidocious motherfuckers these opinions are our own and are in no way associated with the film or the film's production company
0: the cover art for tragical was created by johnny the alchemist the theme song for tragical was produced by Ja jarizzi contact info for both artists can be found on their
1: instagrams which are linked in the show notes thanks for listening to tragical